Institute, nothing but Niners. This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Drakes a third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst. Yo, back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. here to get the show started man huh happy november to everybody out there happy halloween everybody who went out and picked up some free candy that you wasn't really free because you probably bought some candy to give away and hopefully you guys broke out even but let me start the show the way i'm supposed to click click boom what's going on faithfuls it's your boy mike from nothing but niners crew and guys i've got the bye week blues the blues y'all the blues so, I'm run through some formalities. I'm gonna share some thoughts, and I'm gonna I, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna get out of here. Now we got another show coming to you guys live tonight, so make sure you have those notifications turned on. We're gonna be going live at 10 a.m. I mean 10 p.m. All right, so in about two and a half hours with my guys Zach and Matt. All right, so make sure you guys are locked in. I can't say this enough, man. The bye week blues means you got to do a lot of 49ers talking. Make sure you guys check out that daily show that we have also, right? Wayne and myself bring you guys something called No Harm, No Foul, and we bring it to you on both networks. So make sure you guys are checking it out. No Harm, No Foul, all right? Wayne Breezy's network, nothing but Niners channel. Daily, daily 49ers content. And even when we're not talking 49ers, we're talking 49ers. It's a very, very unique experience. I promise you guys, there's no other show by content creators like it. Make sure you check that out. All right, give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Facebook and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but Niners that are spelled all the way out. 
No numbers in there anywhere. Nothing but Niners. We also have Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine. That's the number nine. Nothing but nine. E. R-S. Make sure you guys are checking that out as well. And then head on over to the Patreon, guys. Now to the Patreon community. My Patreonians, as I like to call y'all. I owe you guys an apology, but it's not my fault. But I am going to apologize because it's kind of my fault. So my daughter does ballet on Tuesdays. Well, two of my daughters ballet on Tuesdays. And then my other daughter does ballet on Thursdays. And that's normally when I record the Patreon episodes, right? I'm at the I'm in the ballet studio parking lot. We do the party in the Palisade. I sit in the car and I got a whole show planned for you guys. You guys have been getting two a week. Well, this week, because Tuesday, Halloween, right? They didn't have ballet. So there was no recorded episode there. And then this week, they changed up my daughter's dance schedule. So now she goes on Tuesday and she goes on Thursday. But the Thursday episodes that I normally record, it's just one daughter. So I drop her off and I stay in the parking lot and I record. Well, this time I had to bring one kid, run back home and pick up the other kid who had to be back over there 45 minutes later and then bring that kid back home and then go back and pick up the other one. It's just a big mess. It was a big, big mess. So I got to figure out how and when to record these Party in the Palisade episodes. Um, I got to get something figured out. Maybe we'll do some shorter ones and chop them up a little bit or something, but they will be coming back. This is going to be the first week that you guys didn't have one on the day it's supposed to premiere. Not saying you won't get one. I'm just saying it's not going to be coming out tomorrow morning like they have been. All right. So we got to make sure that happens. My man, Callie Young is in the building, says once again, it's on. Mike, it's our birth month. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's our birth month, man. We in the building, man. Vern says it's my birthday, Big Mike. Happy birthday to my man Vern, man. Let's go. Let's get let's give my man a round of applause, man. Where where's that soundboard at? Hold on. Where's that soundboard at? Let's give my man a round of applause over here. Happy birthday to my man Vern. Huh? Huh? It's Scorpio season. It's Scorpio season. They in the building. Shout out to the Scorpios. Although we know the Sagittarius are the best November birthdays. And my daughter is over here doing jumping jacks in my face. Come say hi. Come on. Come on, just come say hi. This girl's birthday is this month also. So we got a... Scorpio. But it's her birthday also coming up this month. My birthday is coming up this month, man. November, it's where all the greats come from, man. It's where all the greats come from. Shout out to everybody. Wishing my man Vern a happy birthday. I appreciate it. No, no, no. Uh, but my man Vern is saying uh, happy birthday over there. And Woke Mike is following the instructions from Wayne. It's just here to take my black card. Guys, I don't understand, man. I just don't understand why I got to lose my black card because I haven't seen certain movies from start to finish. From start to finish. Like, I've never watched New Jack City from start to finish. I've seen New Jack City. I know what happens. I know about the characters and everything. I can tell you from a quick two-minute view, oh, this is New Jack City, right? But I've never watched it from start to finish. Same thing with uh, Minister Society and Boys in the Hood. You've seen one of them, you've seen them all. And I just don't like watching the same kind of stuff over and over and over, except for football, right? Like, it's just one type of movie over and over and over. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've seen all parts of them, just never from start to finish. I don't have the attention span for it, man. And this was way before Twitter. This was way before Twitter, guys. So, but it is what it is. Wayne sent them to come and take my black card. Here we go. I see a great one in here. I see pocket cheesecake. Here we go. It's about to go off. It's okay. You know what? Let me just go ahead and get to the show. I got a whole show for you guys today. I want to. I'm just gonna do some uh, 
bi week blues venting, man. I got I got some things I want to get off my chest. So I figure what a better place to do it than right here with you guys. Okay. So you all can see me live, front and center. All right. He said, Mike, I got Minister Minister Society on 4K. Listen, I'm not telling you I haven't seen them. I'm saying I haven't sat down and watched them from start to finish. They're classic movies. So I've seen them. I know I know what happens, right? But I've just I've never sat down and said, okay, let's watch this and click and turn it on. For what? Why would I do that? Like, why on earth would I do that? I don't know, man. I don't know. Miguel in the building, man. Another Scorpio in here representing, man. That's what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> I see Terrifier one and two. Never see it. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, listen, man. I got some I got some positives, I got some negatives, and then I got some worries. So you guys out there, let me know which way you want me to start. We can go positive, we can go negative, or we can go worries. All right? I'm going to wait for the chat. You guys go ahead and let me know. And then that's, that's how we'll start the show. I'll, I'll let you guys control the flow in which uh, we conduct business here tonight. All right? But yeah, guys, make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. All right? We're going to get to this, man. Um, let me take this... Uh, let me check that one off there. There we go. All right, so you guys got me. Am I centered? Am I in the middle here? Okay, there we go. I like leaning to one one side or the other. This feels a little weird. I feel like I'm, you know, it's a little different. All right, so Joe is the only one here. He says negative. So all right, fine. I'm, I'm going to start with the negative, man. Joe, thank you so much for uh, participating in today's episode, right? So guys, the negatives are the obvious negatives, right? Like the team on the three-game losing streak. And... uh how do, how do we rebound from this, right? Uh, I heard Kyle Shanahan say, you lose two in a row, and that's terrible. And you lose three in a row, and that's like Armageddon, right? So Kyle is really, really feeling what we're going through. But it's like, cool, you're feeling it, but what are you going to do about it? And so the negative list is really, really long. The run game on the offense. Let me start on the offensive side of the ball. The run game, it's just vanished. Like, like there is no run game, right? It's it's next to nothing. It, it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist. Brock Purdy should never be the team's leading rusher when you have Christian McCaffrey on your team, Jordan Mason, Elijah Mitchell. Like, he should never be the leading rusher. I can't emphasize this enough. I can't. There's no need for that to ever be the case. Yet, look at what happened last week. Right? The the whether it's the blocking, you have George Kittle standing at the podium saying straight up, well, our first play was outside zone and that went for eight or nine yards. And I thought that was pretty successful. But then we just kind of went away from it. George Kittle can't say those kind of things. Let me zoom out a little bit and let y'all see more of me. Let y'all see more of me. I want to lean this way. All right, there we go. George Kittle can't say those kind of things. Let me get my light back on. Sorry. George Kittle shouldn't have to go to the podium and say these things and share those kind of thoughts, but he did. He went out there and he did. And I personally don't, I don't care for it. Not that he's wrong for what he said. He shouldn't be in a position to have to go out there and say something like that. Get your tight end talking about the run game, run scheme, and run blocking and all that. Like, it's just, 
It's depressing. And the Niners have to, they, they, they really have to like just figure out how to turn this around. I'm going to get, I'm going to get to turning it around later on. Uh, but the defense. So the, oh, the passing game also, right? Can we, can we get Brandon Ayuk the ball more than five times in a game where he is the only like top three option on the team? You got Christian McCaffrey. You got no Debo. You got George Kittle. And you got Brandon Ayuk. Five touches. Like, when did that become the ceiling for Brandon Ayuk? I mean, he had a game damn near, it felt like 200 yards early in the season. I felt like he did that all that, like eight or nine touches, right? Like, how how does that happen? How does something like that happen? Like, Kyle, you've got to make a concerted effort to get the ball into your guy's hands. I get it. He had some drops. I understand that. I get it. So what? They all do. Everyone has drops. You don't stop going to him because he drops the ball once. And if that's the case, that needs to be the standard for everybody on the team. And it's not. It's not the standard for everybody on the team. So let's not hold him to some crazy-ass standard that we pretend everyone else is achieving. They're not. It's not right. We got to chill. We got to do better. All right? Hold on a second, guys. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. I had to do something. I've been making it a point to do it before. Oh, uh, there we go. All right. I had to make the chair disappear. Sorry, a little magic trick there. All right. But the negatives are lack of creativity from the offense. Um, you know, not enough touches for Christian McCaffrey in the run game, abandoning the run game too soon. Um, not enough touches for Brandon Ayuk in games where Debo is not there. These things can't happen. Uh, George Kittle's involvement, cool. Right. They got them mixed in a little bit more, which we, you would think would open up more things for guys like Christian McCaffrey or Ayuk. But it didn't. It didn't. And that's that's a problem. <laughs> Mike had to let one rip. No, I would have. I would I Mine are silent, bro. Y'all would have never known. I'd have just. And that would have been it. You would have never known anything. Um, But no, I was getting annoyed with my chair, seeing that that gray behind me was bothering me a little bit. So it's going now. We're good. Um, but yeah, so that's that's more of the bad on the offensive side of the ball. Um, this offensive line, the injuries, the penalties on the off by the offensive lineman, you know? Um, I'll be happy when Trent Williams comes back. I'll tell you what, I'm a person that says I don't even complain when Trent Williams gets his uh his his each game penalty. I don't even complain about that anymore. Uh, but the little comments that I did have for it, they're done because I want Trent Williams back. And it's not that Jalen Moore's been bad either. He's actually one of the guys that I, I thought was pretty cool. I think he's the guy that was pretty cool. So that's good. Um, hear a high pitch whistle. What is he? Is he? Is he coming? Did he come in? Hold on, guys. I got to get my dog real quick. All right. Sorry about that. My dog is the biggest coward I've ever seen in my life. It drives me absolutely insane. All right. So, bad on the defensive side of the ball. Yards per play allowed. These last three games, the 49ers are somewhere crazy high, like, I think we're we're 29th in the NFL 
like meaning like that bad, like yards per play. We're giving up that many yards per play. Complete opposite of what we were doing the first four weeks. Complete opposite of what we were doing. Um, the pass rush is just flat out is not getting home. It's not getting home. Um, they're playing a lot of man coverage, which is weird because there's some guys that I think, man, they really, really benefit from. But is it that they're not doing it at the right time? Should we be doing more zone early on downs? Who knows, right? But like they, this team is not doing something fundamentally right. Missing of the tackles. We've talked about this at nauseum, but when you go back and you watch these games, it doesn't matter which one of these games it is. Even in some of the wins, we were missing tackles. But the defense was so sound, they seemed to be swarming. They're not even doing that anymore. It's just like, oh, that's your guy. The ball's over there. Go get him. I'll be over here lining up for the next play. They can't do that. They can't do it. It's terrible. It's terrible. Right? That's some of the negative. Tackles. Penalties. Run game. The run defense. Right? Thank God these teams stop stop trying to rush the ball on the 49ers. Because what I see says, hey, there's opportunities. Y'all don't have to abandon the run so quickly. The Niners haven't taken that away yet. They haven't taken it away yet. But it is what it is. Now, some of the things that I'm concerned with. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did I talk about the negatives with Brock Purdy? I talk about the bad stuff with Brock Purdy. People can say what they want. They don't have to like what I'm about to say. But the jury is not out on Brock Purdy. Now, that sounds kind of like, oh, that's not that bad, right? That's not bad. But for those of you who are saying he's the guy, and boom, Kyle's got his guy. Kyle's got his guy on paper and on the depth chart right now, yes. But there's still plenty of time for Kyle's mind to be changed on Brock Purdy. For those of you who are saying, oh, I knew it, here it is, this guy's a bum, this guy's a bum. No, the jury's still out on Brock Purdy. Two games, three games, four fourth quarter interceptions, no bueno, no bueno. This is when legacies uh, are defined. Are you going to be known as the guy who chokes down the stretch in the fourth quarters? Or are you going to be known as the guy that we can depend on and rock out with when games are close in the fourth quarter? This is how you define your legacy in the NFL. It's easy to win in a blowout. It's easy, it's easy to win in a blowout. But what happens when you have to have two game-saving drives with only two possessions left? What happens when you got, you're got down four, you need a touchdown, you got one timeout, a minute 51 on the clock, and you got to drive the ball 90 yards? This is when legacy becomes defined. This is how you make a name for yourself. The last couple of weeks haven't been good. And everybody is well within their rights to say, hey, I don't know about this Brock guy. It's okay. It's all right. There's nothing definitive about Brock Purdy right now, guys. You can say whatever you want for the other games, positive or negative. It's not real. We still have to see. The league is still adjusting. Brock has to develop that counterpunch I've been talking about for so long. We got to see what happens, okay? I talked about the defense. 
talked about the offense. And then there's special teams. I want a good return guy. I want an exciting return guy for the 49ers. Like, give me, give me, give me a boomer bust guy. Give me a guy that can take one to the house, but might do a lot of running around and and you know, it's a gain of two two yards. Because he's running east to west instead of north and south, right? <laughs> give me a guy that that makes the return exciting every time there's a kickoff or a punt. I want to see that. I want to see that. Give me a guy that I'm like, yo, we need a big play. Here we go. But then again, hey, then again, what difference does it make, right? Like, what difference does it make? Even when we're forcing, what, two punts a game? I mean, one punt a game for the last couple of games? Like, it's not, we're not, we're, our defense isn't even, you know, putting teams in that situation. So that's pretty terrible, right? More than special teams is bad. The kicker, bad Jake is back. Bad Jake is back. We saw bad Jake in preseason. Then through the first couple of games, Jake was on fire. Jake was perfect. But bad Jake is back. Bad Jake is back. Bad Jake, bad Jake. I don't expect him to be perfect. And overall, his kicking percentage isn't terrible. It's not terrible. But I don't want you missing game winners, dude. I don't want you missing game winners. I don't want you missing any of them, but don't miss the game winner. That's what we got you for. That's why we drafted you. Come on, Jake. Bad. Bad Jake was back. Let me talk about some concerns. Throughout this entire stretch, I've listened to a lot of post-game pressers. I've listened to some radio spots by our head coach, by our GM, by some players formerly of the 49ers, actively on the 49ers. I've been scouring the web, seen some videos, got Debo talking with uh, Kay Adams. And I mean, we've got all kinds of stuff going on. I mean, I've been scouring the web just to hear from everybody. And while I think that this bye week is going to be a great opportunity for the team to fix some problems, to get better, to get right. There's also a part of me that certain things that I'm hearing is bringing up concerns. Let me get to the super chat before I elaborate. Red and gold blooded says here, let young quarterbacks have their growing pains. We good. Exactly. They got to grow. They got to grow. Don't, don't, don't crown anybody. God doesn't have a full season worth of NFL games played under his belt. And we're like, oh, it's the next job. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, like, what, 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 what? Three losses in a row. And it's like, oh, this guy's trash. He's the next Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> have y'all seen Jimmy? You see Jimmy just get benched? I'm not going to say he's the next Jimmy Garoppolo. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe on an overreaction show, I might say something like that. Say this guy's turning into Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll say something. That that is something I will say. I think I did say that. I'm, I'm sure I said that. I'll say that. This guy's turning into Jimmy Garoppolo right before our eyes. But that don't mean that that's who he is. That don't mean that's where it stops. You understand me? Let the kids learn. You live, you learn, and you get loves. Leak protection. All right. 
<clears throat> so I'm, I'm going through all of these different radio things, these different speaking engagements for the team and coaches and all. And there are certain phrases that I have heard repeated over and over by everyone. And these are concerning to me. All right, here we go. We're not used to playing from behind. Here's another one. We've got to get back to our winning ways. Keep going. Look inward to move onward or move ahead or move forward. Look inward. We've been a little off lately. Then there's the basic, we got to fix it. Oh, and then this is the kicker that every single one of them have said. We're not playing up to our standard. Okay. Okay. So this is why these statements are concerning. These were responses when these guys were asked, how do you fix the problems in the building? Now, I don't think they were saying, what plays can you call that are going to be executed well? I don't think they were saying, what personnel changes are you going to make to improve X, Y, and Z? But when you're saying things like, we're not used to playing from behind, well, what the what 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 does that mean? So what? So as soon as a team scores on us, they, oh, that's it, game's over. If we don't score first, the game is over. I don't I don't want to hear we're not used to playing from behind. I don't want to hear it. It's a bullshit excuse. We should not hear that coming from the head coach, from the GM, from the starting quarterback. We we shouldn't hear that. We shouldn't. We're not used to playing from behind. Even that, that statement drives me crazy. Here's one. Here's one. We have to get back to our winning ways. If that's something I can punch in my GPS, we just got to go back there. Like that's, that's it. But where are my, our winning ways? Here are the top search results. I mean, let's let's pull up maps. Maybe maybe Google Maps knows it. Let's see. Maybe it's a restaurant somewhere that they're talking about. Let's see. Let's go to Google Maps. I want to go to Winning Ways. Winning Ways Inc. of CT may be closed by the time you arrive. Well, I'll be damned. Winning Ways, Inc. of Connecticut. Okay, so there's a place called Winning Ways, Inc. in Connecticut. It's about three hours from where I am right now. Maybe that's where the 49ers' success is. How about that? How about that? That's impressive to me. Okay, so maybe, maybe, maybe now we're getting somewhere. You can't just say we have to get back to our winning ways. It's not just a switch. It's not, it's not, it's not a light switch on a wall. It's not a toggle 
on a video game control that you just had turned off this whole time. It's an effort. It's an effort. I want to hear things like, we have to get back into the books. We have to get back into the playbook. We have to do better film assessment. When we look at the film, there's opportunities out there. We're just not taking advantage of them. Those are the things I want to hear. Not these cliche-ass statements like, look inward to move onward. What does that mean? Should we take x-rays? How does one look inward? Is that a motion you you can do? Is it like trying to see your bottom, the bottom lid on your eyelids? Is that looking inward? Do you pull it out and then look down? Oh, I see pink. I, I just looked inward. Like, what does that mean? What does it mean? It doesn't make any sense. And it's everyone saying it. It's like these were the bulletin points that were given out to every player as they left. As you guys talk to the media this week, here are some of the key things that you can say when asked about how we fix things and how we turn things around. Been a little off. I didn't like it, but I understand it. No shit. Yes, we have been a little off. Just a little bit. A little bit. Brock Purdy, the leading rusher on the team. That's a little off. It's a little off. The defense missing dozens of tackles throughout a couple of games. Yeah, you're a little off. Been a little off. But Let's not just say it like, oh, it's just a thing here or there. We're a lot off. And that's why it bothered me. You, we're not a little off. We're not a little off. A little off is, oh, we kicked the field goal and we missed it by that much. Like, it was right there. Like, we, we missed it by a couple of inches. That's a little off. What's not a little off is when you kick and that bitch goes into the tunnel. The ball lands in the, in the player's visiting side tunnel. That's not a little off. That's how the Niners are playing. The Niners are playing like they're in the tunnel. The the ball went to the tunnel. That's how we've been playing. A little off is, well, the offense is still really, really good, and we're going out there putting up 30, but the defense isn't holding up. One side the ball being off is a little off. The defense went out there and pitched a shutout, but the offense just couldn't get anything going. But we happened to win because of those two field goals that we got. I'll give you that as a little off. One side of the ball has to maintain a standard for you to tell me that the team is a little off. But if both of those sides drop, that's a lot off. It's a lot off. But everyone's saying we are a little off. We're not a little off, guys. Teams are passing the ball all over the field on us. You want to say that the defense is a little off? Uh, We loosen up a little bit in the passing game. You know, we used to be really good at, at stopping screens, but we're not doing that right now. Uh, but, you know, we still stop the run really well. We're making teams one-dimensional. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. We're not even doing that anymore. The defense isn't a little off. It's not. It's not a little off. The defense is off. A lot of off. You want to talk about the offensive side of the ball? Well, we run the, we run the ball really well. And Brock Purdy's very efficient doesn't turn the ball over. That's the 49ers offense, right? We get a lot of yak. Yak is down. Brock Purdy's turned the ball over, and we can't run the ball anymore. We're not a little off. 
We're a whole lot of off. I hate it. I hate it. These are concerning comments. We got to fix it. Let me go to Google again. How do you fix it? I'd fix every typo I ever made. I got to fix it, Google. I found 10 possible events. Which one? What, what do we do? What do we do? Hmm? What do we do? Someone tell me. We got to fix it. I want to hear that you guys are motivated to find a solution. Don't give me the answers. Don't give me the direct answers. Well, Mike, when we're going to go out, we're going to call a lot of this play. Oh, when we go out on defense, we're going to blitz a lot more. We're going to blitz a lot less. I don't I don't want the answers. I don't, don't give away the game plan. But let me know that, well, the linebackers are meeting this week because they feel that they've been doing this wrong and they can improve in that area. Or the defense, the run game is going to... We're, we're looking at some of the gaps have been... Those are the kind of things that I want to hear. I don't want to hear, oh, we got to fix it. We've been a little off. There's so much wrong that vague statements, like you can, you can give me something. You can give me something. But then this one right here, this is the last one. We're not playing up to our standard. We're not playing up to our normal standard. And this one might puzzle y'all. Like, Mike, why does that bother you so much? Like, what, what's wrong with that? Like, what? I don't understand. What's, what's wrong with that? They're not playing up to their standard. I think you would agree to that, Mike, right? Like, yeah, no, I do. They're not playing up to the standard. We don't need y'all to say that. We don't need to say it like the standard is something that you can just go and purchase at a local Wawa or Quick Check or Walmart or whatever stores are out there. Like, whatever your local convenience stores are, 7-Eleven, I don't, I don't know what you guys have in California. You can't just drive the in and out and order a our standard burger. Right? There's no ladder that takes you up to your standard. That doesn't exist. It, it makes no sense to me. We're not playing up to our normal standard. We're not playing up to our standard. This isn't 49ers style of football. Well, I agree with that. I agree. This is not what I've come to expect. But it's not a birthright. The standard isn't because you put the jersey on and the helmet. That's where the fandom comes from. That's where support comes from. But your play sets the standard, but that is after. That's after. It's not something that you just say, oh, well, oh, the standard. Okay, I'm going to go do that. That's not it. That's not it. The expectations are set. This is supposed to be a Super Bowl contending team this year. Not supposed to be losing three in a row. You're not supposed to be losing three in a row. Oh, oh, and oh, and here, here's oh, 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 another concern. You fans, you, you, you damn fans got to my players. You guys got to my head coach. I didn't hear John Lynch say it, but I heard Kyle say it, and I heard the players say it. Y'all got to him. 
I don't know why everybody's freaking out. The Niners are five and three, and this time last year we were three and five, and this time last year we were four and four, and the year before that we were. What? So what? So what? But now the players are saying, well, we turn things around then. We can do it again. You aren't owed a season turnaround. It's not a birthright that you're just going to inherit. That's some guarantee. You can turn it around when the games are close. You can make some adjustments when things get better. The losses, the, the margin of loss has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger every single time. Our offensive production has stayed exactly the same. Our defense is getting worse. The offense got worse and stayed there. And all of a sudden, we're supposed to be like, oh, we, we turned it around before. Go back and watch some of those games during those other losses. Go back and watch that Chiefs game when we first got Christian McCaffrey. You know what you'll see? Four players returning from injury to play in that game that week. A running back that had never taken a snap with the 49ers coming in on the second snap of the game. We got major players coming off the bench. Maybe they were a little rusty. I can make an excuse for that. I can tell you guys, hey, I, I didn't expect us to win that game. We, Trent Williams and Debo and Christian McCaffrey doesn't know what he's doing here. And we got, like, come on, George Kittle. Like, there were major players on both sides of the ball that didn't play much. Coming off the bench, coming from injury, tackles, important pieces. And they rush back to go against the Kansas City Chiefs because the big bad Chiefs and we all want to make a statement. We don't want to let our teammates down. I get why they rushed back. But if you tell me that's why we lost the second game, back-to-back games, I would say I understand. I get it. The, first, the game before that was where all the injuries were, and there was no Christian McCaffrey. So I get it. All those people who rushed back for the next game weren't even there before, and there was no Christian McCaffrey. I understand losing that one. The next game, we showed a little bit more fight. That's how you get the turnaround. I didn't see more fight. I saw less fight. And this is why it's a concern. Because now the players are saying it. The coaches are saying it. Oh, well, fortunately for us, we're five and three. Thank God for the... And I'm with you. Hey, thank God for the for the cushion. Thank God for the cushion. You guys aren't going to find a man in the world that appreciates a good cushion more than me. It's a joke in there that I can't say because my kids are here, but it's the truth. There's no one that appreciates a good cushion more than me. But let's not talk like we're trending in the right direction. Let's not talk like we were just a, a play or two away from winning this game. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Penalties are going down. Okay. Now we're going to move on to my positives. Now, before I move on to my positives, let me read some of these. Uh, I got another super chat here. Sean says, Mike, when Debo is gone, we lose the line of scrimmage yak that stresses the D wide and close. Without Debo, the D can collapse the middle every time and disrupt Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. It's how Kyle designed it. And Sean, I agree. I agree so much. They just stack the middle of the field. 
They dare you to throw there, and they take away Christian McCaffrey. I completely agree. I completely agree. Debo was the threat east to west. I completely agree. McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, they all eat right in the middle. I agree. But that means that Kyle needs to make some adjustments then. Kyle's got to help us out. Kyle's got to give us a reason to fight. We can't just say, oh, we don't have this guy, so that's it. The game's over. Or we're not used to playing from behind, so they got a field goal. This game's over because this is uncharted territory for the Niners. No. No, I refuse to fold. I refuse to give up on the season already. This is not what I'm used to seeing from this team, and I don't know if there's just a, a switch that they can flip. Now, Kyle said something to me that I thought was interesting. He said, when we went back and watched the film the, of the Vikings game, we just looked tired. We looked more tired than them. No, no, no. He said that about the Bengals game. I'm sorry. He said about the Bengals game. We just looked more tired than them. All right. We come off of back-to-back road games, and the, we did a lot of travel in that back-to-back stretch. A lot of travel. You fly from home to Cleveland, and you fly back home and then fly to Minnesota, and then you fly back home. It's a lot of travel for just two games. It's a lot. And then you're playing a team that's coming off a bye week that's well-rested. Fine. That's cool. And maybe, maybe, maybe it's as simple as that, guys. Maybe it's as simple as that. Travel, 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 travel. The most a team traveled in a two-week stretch and they're going up against a team coming off a bye. Maybe that's why we looked a little flat out there. That's cool. That's cool. And I hope that's it. I hope, I hope, I hope we get some more energy. But we'll see. But I want to talk about some of the positives here, okay? I want to talk about some of the positives because I'm not used to seeing this team get beat the way they are. I'm not used to seeing guys look frustrated. You can see the desire to compensate for the lack of what other people are doing on the field. That's not normal. Wait, what do they say? That's not our standard. They were a little off. (laughs) They got to fix it. We have to get back to our winning ways. It all sounds good. It all sounds good. But we have to see. We have to see what's going on. We got to get off of, we have to get off of autopilot. We got to get off of cruise control. Get out of the Teslas, the fully autonomous Teslas. Get out of them. You got to get back behind the wheel of something with some real power under the hood. A manual transmission. You got to use all three pedals now, man. All three pedals. You got to really be locked in if you want to drive that machine. You got to be really, really locked in. Let me talk about some of these positives, though. And there are some positives. I'm going to start with Brock Purdy. I am extremely happy that Brock Purdy lost three games in a row. This can make or break his young career. 
And I'm happy it happened when it did. Remember I told y'all I appreciate a good cushion? You go 5-0, and oh, feeling yourself, smelling yourself, cocky Brock. Like, cocky isn't confident. Not that crazy-ass nickname y'all gave him. I don't do that shit. Right? But confident Brock. I like that. Right? But when you celebrate before you've earned anything or before you've accomplished anything, it leaves a big window to be humbled. And we're, that window is right now. It's exactly what's happening right now. Everybody said, oh, we're not mad at Brock Purdy. He's the reason we were in a lot of these games. Quarterback's going to be the reason you're in all the games. That's fine. I, I, I respect that. It's a little bit of a cop-out, but I respect that. I hated hearing it. I cringed every time they said it. Oh, we're not upset with Brock. He's the reason we're, we were in the games in the first place. Well, he's the fucking quarterback. Of course he's the reason he's in, you guys are in the games. Didn't like hearing it, but I understood why y'all said it. Cool. But I'm happy that the, the five games came and it builds you way up here. One loss might have only knocked you down to here. The second loss, here. But you know, you were right there, the missed field goal and all that, you might still be up here somewhere. But three in a row, that does something to you. And now is when you find out, forget being a leader. I'm not looking for Brock Purdy to be a leader. Guys, he's Mr. Irrelevant. I'm not looking for Brock Purdy to be a leader. I'm not looking for him to rally the troops with some phenomenal speech or anything like that. You know? What I, what I want to see is Brock Purdy take care of himself. Oh, oh, I got it. I want Brock Purdy to look inward. I understood that cheesy-ass statement. I want Brock Purdy to look inward. I want Brock Purdy to really go out there and develop a confidence in his knowledge of the system, period. His knowledge of the system. Just that. You attempt to execute, and a million things can go wrong there. A million things can go wrong when you attempt to execute a play. Someone can fall down. It could be a bad snap. The offensive lineman gets turned like a turnstile. A million things can go wrong. But this is, this is what I want to be sharp for Brock Purdy right here. This part right here. It could be raining. It could be windy. There's a million things that can happen. But I want Brock Purdy to know the playbook. They talked about that one play that was an interception. It was supposed to be a shovel pass, and he missed it. And then they said that he tried to complete a pass and looked like it was a good idea, right? But then they said even if it was a completed pass, you got an eligible man downfield. So they couldn't do that anyway. That's not knowing the playbook. That's not knowing the playbook there. Right? Like, that's a heady, bad decision. And we get, you're, you, you got the keys to the Ferrari, bro. You got to go out there and do this. You're driving the McLaren. One seat right in the middle. You, you got to drive the Brock machine, bro. You got to drive the Brock machine. I think these interceptions are going to humble him a little bit. I think it's going to settle him down some. I think the three losses 
are going to say, maybe I didn't know everything I thought I knew. Those turnovers, that's on me. I got to be better for my guys. All these things can be positive. They can be. But they can also break a guy. But I think it's a good thing. I think Brock is mentally capable of handling this. I think he's mentally strong enough. I think he's fortified and has the fortitude to withstand what happened. Take a break off. Relax. There's no rush to get it right in five days, Brock. Relax, dude. He stressed about it the first, during right after the game. He stressed about it immediately after the game. Even the next day, you guys got to go over. You got your little exit meetings for the break, the bye week coming up. You get into the huddle. You're talking to the guys. Man, guys, I really let you all down. I'm so sorry, man. If it weren't for those turnovers, we would have had a better shot. I know I tired out the defense and all that. And you beat yourself up and you apologize profusely. You don't like anything that you did out there. Cool. It's respectable. I understand it. And then you leave because all the guys are going to say, you know, no, Brock, it's cool, man. We got to play better, too. I I dropped that pass, man. That's Brandon Ayuk. I dropped that. It hit me right in the face, man. It was an excellent throw, man. That's, I should have come down with that one. I let you down, too, Brock. And George Kittle's going to say, man, I was supposed to cut to the right, man. You threw me the ball, and I wasn't there, man. It was an option. We were on the wrong page, man. But I, I should have known, man. I, I, I should have known what you were saying. They, don't worry about it, brother. We all We all had our part in this. So you walk away saying, man, these guys are just pacifying me. Like, I'm trying to go in there and, like, take onus for my actions. I want to tell them, like, hey, I know I let you guys down, and, and I'm going to be better for it. And all they did was try to make me feel better. They were, like, lifting me up. So you walk away feeling worse from that situation than what you went into it feeling. Because now it feels like, oh, they're just babying me. They're wrapping me in bubble wrap. I'm trying to be the man. I, w- I want to be a man and say, hey, no, I fucked up. Let me own this. Let me apologize. And they're not even letting you do that. You come and say, I'm sorry. And they say, no, we're sorry. Don't do that. Don't do that. So now you got some extra time. Because, see, they tell you that. And then two days later, you're right back into the game plan. That's still on your mind. Now you're looking at these guys like, every time I mess up, are they going to just find a way to blame themselves? Oh, man, I lost track of the play clock. False start. I mean, uh, uh, a delay a game. That's on me. Are they going to say that they should have called a timeout or something? Or Man, these guys are like, they're really trying hard for me. You know what? I got to force it. I got to try harder for them now. Look at what they're doing for me. No. No. None of that's going to happen right now. Perfect time coming off of three losses, untimely turnovers. This is all perfect. Now you're in the break. They tried to pacify you, and now you reject it. And now you come back better than ever. I think we're going to see a different type of Brock, guys. I do. More positives. I saw better pass rush from the defensive line. Was it great? Absolutely not. Was it good? Sometimes. But I saw something. I saw something. And then we added Chase Young. Oh, boy. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I got a lot of faith in this defensive line coming back. A lot of faith. Chase Young is actually pretty good against the run. Who knew? Ohio State defensive ends can get after the quarterback and can stop the run. 
This is something positive. And I know that people are saying, oh, we need help in the secondary and all. And that that's true. I'm not taking anything away from you guys. That is a 100% accurate thought. Great assessment. The pass rush gets better. The secondary has less time they got to cover for. I'm not saying that it's going to fix all the woes, but it can help. It can help. I'm excited about the defensive line. I'm excited about what they're going to do. Trey Greenlaw, back from another week. Well, he'll be two weeks back from that injury now, right? Excited about that. Very excited about that. Less missed tackles. A lot less missed tackles. Tone setters are coming back healthy. Trent Williams might be back. Debo said he might be back. I don't know about that, but Debo said he might be back. Tune in tonight for more on that. And then there's the ace up the sleeve. Womack. People are going to say Luter. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not expecting much from Luter. It's cool if he comes in there. Great. But Womack is a guy. Touchdown, Najee Harris. Let's go. Oh, way to start my fantasy week. Come on, baby. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Good open and drive, Steelers. So, you know, I want to see more. And I think there's more there. I think Womack can be the guy. Now, he's got his issues also. But can can he be much worse than Oliver? Can he? We got to see. We got to see, guys. All right, look. I don't have anything positive about the special teams, except the fact that I do think Moody will be okay. I do think Jake Moody is going to be okay. Let me look at my man's numbers really quick. Jake Moody. Let's see. Let's see what he's doing right now for the 49. He's an 80% kicker. 80%. That's not bad. Guys, he's a fucking rookie. This guy's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. He's not, he's not the best right now. He's not the best. These damn sure not the worst. All right. Let's see. NFL kickers. NFL kickers. Oh, God, this literally just gave me a list of names. No, I want to see the stats. NFL kicker stats. Let's put the word stats. Google's so literal now. Okay. All right, let's go to 2023. Let's see what we got here. Let's look for percentages here. Bong. All right, there's a couple of guys that are 100%, but he's only got three attempts, so I'm not counting him. There's one, two, three. There's four people with 100%. All right, this guy's got a nice little resume here. This is Dallas kicker. He's 100%. Uh, Nick Folk is 100% for Tennessee. Uh, Cairo Santos for Chicago is 100%. Now, if I go all the way down to 80%, boom, that's where you find our guy, Jake Moody. And he is at 22 out of 32. Not the worst. Not the worst. Definitely not the best. A lot of room for improvement. I think he'll be okay. That's some positive. All right. I don't think your defensive coordinator is coming out of that booth, guys. He's going to be up there. He's watching. He's got the God's eye view. I don't think he's coming down. But I don't think he needs to come down. And I get it. People say, no, we missed the fire. We missed the passion, the ability to talk to people. And I get it. I'm with you guys. I feel the same way, right? Don't say I want to talk to the linebackers. You got to do this one-on-one. Hey, Fred, give the phone to Dre. Hey, Dre. Let me talk to Demetrius. That, that that's, that's not the way to do it, right? 
It's not the way to do it. But maybe he's not that kind of guy. Maybe he's not that kind of guy. Bird's eye view. God's eye. We'll have to see what he does, man. We'll have to see what he does. All right. Um, but the defensive answers, hopefully, they just improve on a couple of things here and there, man. Boom. Fix that run defense. Success on early day. This is something John Lynch said, and I, I've never heard this before. He said this is something that they used to say back in the day. You have to earn the right to rush the passer. I said, what the hell does that mean? Earn the right to rush the passer. What, what does he mean by that? And then he explained it later on. He said, if you stop the run on first and second down, you're forcing teams to pass. Now you go out there and you get them. And if you continually stop the run, then obviously they'll be forced to pass and you are earning the right to rush the passer. But when you let them get big gains, it's third and two, third and three, they can go either way. They're running the ball well on you. It can go either way. You haven't earned the right to rush the passer. And I like that. I like that saying, John Lynch. I hope the team goes out and does it. Guys, I'm going to get out of here, man. You guys have been incredible. All right? Um, I don't have any final thoughts for you guys except one, man. Be kind to one another. Life is too short. Let's argue about football. Right? Let's argue about football. Let's not argue about humans and real life shit. Football is sports, it's entertainment, it's fun, it's frustrating. Be emotional about football. Yell, kick, scream about football. I'm cool with all of that. All of that. Don't let anybody tell you, oh man, you take it too serious. No, this is what I'm passionate about. I could be, it could be worse. Enjoy that passion, but be kind to one another. All right. Find a human that you know and tell them that everything's gonna be all right. All right, one day at a time. Prepare for glory anticipate pain but always remain faithful i'll see y'all soon peace we all gas no brakes pumped up no fakes we spinning we winning we high stakes we never miss we all makes look at us dudes trying to prove bringing you news with nothing to lose mike nick tony wayne method man we bring the pain See, I'ma confess it We under the pressure If you looking to find us We them nothing but niners We nothing but niners We nothing